Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. I am so happy to be talking with Michelle Lemoy this morning. How are you, Michelle? I'm doing well. How are you? So nice to be here. Yeah, it's great to be together. Um, I am having on today to talk about your chapter and be the beacon. This is the proof. We won't have a big gray line on the, on the book when we get it out there. Um, but um, your chapter, Be the Light uh, in this. And I'd love to hear from you what drew you to write your chapter for this book. So thank you. Yes. Um, so I just, it just really called to me and I um, over the summer, I participated in a writing workshop um, with a dear friend of mine, Kim Fuller. I have her shirt on, Born to Rise. And um, <laughs> we had to, you know, talk about our story. And, you know, she gave this great um, handout to kind of walk us through this story. And I sat there unable to, to do that. And so she sat down with me and she asked me some really great questions. And what came out of that was this story. And in synchronicity with the universe, I then see you um, talking about this new Be the Beacon. And I thought, oh, my gosh, uh, this is a great fit. And so we had a conversation and I got super excited about the project and wanted to kind of uh, throw my hat into the ring. I love that synchronicity. That's so cool. And I, I often find that with the anthologies that there's things that line up that just like, I don't know the person who you did the workshop with, but it's so cool that these things like line up and fall into place when we're paying attention to see the next step for us. So that's so cool that you could like connect with us and see that um, and find that possibility. And I'm so grateful for your chapter because um, there's a few different sections in the book, um, and what I where I placed your your chapter is in the hearth section, which is around coming home, right? So it is this um, uh, this flame, right? That you are fe- you're healing through the fire and learning as a you talk about being a single parent, right? Um, and how you didn't have the like. Um, the like you, you'll say this later the roadmap like the path to go forward so you had to recreate it yourself um which i think is such a inspiring thing and message for us um both for life and how we do our families <laughs> and also how we do our businesses as well right there might not be a roadmap at all for the future. So I'm really excited to have you um, be sharing your story. What was the process like for writing it for you? Uh, Very healing, Um, you know, some, some grief as well. Um, I think it's also, you know, it's not an easy story. Uh, There's a lot of, this is now going to be published and out there. Uh, But there's, there's something healing about sharing our stories and, having an impact and um, sort of releasing the guilt, the shame, uh, being able to show up as our authentic selves and being really vulnerable and, and just putting it out there so we can move forward. Right. I hadn't realized 
um, how much that had been potentially holding, holding me back. And, and even though I've been a lifelong um, uh, participant in mental health counseling to get me through all the things I've gone through in my life, um, there was something different that shifted the energy writing the story and sharing it in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can really relate to this idea of when we have shame around our story, our personal lives, it can it can hold us back in our ability to really shine, shine the light and attract, you know, to run our businesses, to run our lives um, in a way that not only feels good to us, but will attract people to us. Cause there's, you know, I've been in places where I felt like I couldn't share my story. I couldn't talk about it. Um, and it's like kind of puts a barrier up. So there is this, um, yes, it's healing to write our stories. Like it's so amazing for us personally. And when we go to share them, like shining that light on us can be so transformative for the work that we're doing and our lives and our family. So I just, Huge kudos for doing this. Will you share? Will you read I, to us? I know you picked a, a few paragraphs for us I would to love hear. to. I would love to. Thank you. The ultrasound confirmed my pregnancy. I believe my son sent me a message in his heartbeat. One, four, three. My best friend shouted, he's telling you, I love you. Get it? I agonized over the right decision to make. Ultimately, I said yes. Unknowingly, if I didn't say yes, my life might not turn around. If I didn't say yes, I might have continued further harm to myself. If I didn't say yes, would I ever be presented the opportunity to have a child again, especially after the previous medical diagnosis? If I didn't say yes, would I ever know what it was like to love another? Single motherhood was challenging. One of the hardest parts of my life and ultimately my journey to heal. My son taught me to love myself as much as he loved me. Every decision I made forward, I did for my son. There was much to unravel and life continued to be a struggle. I divorced my first husband, lost the house through bankruptcy, changed jobs, moved, created a steel erecting business, got married again, was a stepmom, coached my son's teams no matter what sport he played, was wildly successful and failed in my business and closed it after seven years got divorced again, filed bankruptcy a second time, got a job, dated again, and then decided I had had enough. Slowly, I was healing, learning, and walking away from that which didn't serve me. After removing the last toxic stronghold in my life, I found a new job working with good-hearted people and I created a new business to elevate women in the construction industry. My most defining and healing life moment, however, is that I have worked hard at showing up as a loving and supportive mom. At times, I have wondered, will I ever get it right? 
There is no playbook. I definitely couldn't use my experiences as a child as a reference for parenting him. I didn't have any role models. Everything I had learned was trial by fire, just as in every other corner of my life. Thank you. You got me cheering up, Michelle. Yeah, I, <laughs> you're just such an incredible person and oh, such, such an, like, I want to say badass because you are badass, but I also want to say like huge hard, oh, right? Because I know from, from when they read your chapter and hear some of your history from your family, like the, the ability that you, that you took a stand to be able to have like an emotional, real emotional connection with your son and figure out how to do that yeah. is beautiful um, and huge, you know? Um, we can't help but do things we did, you know, like to kind of replay stuff, especially early on. And so when my kids were young, I did, I was like, why am I, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, why am I like doing this? It was just like in my gut. I thought I'd like figured it all out before, yeah. <laughs> but I was just like kind of repeating yeah. things that had, how I was raised without even thinking it. So to like relearn and, and in the moment, figure it out. Um, I get how challenging that can be and um, how beautiful it is that you chose that in, in raising him and Thank you. choosing it again and again. Right. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. It's a, it's a daily, um, you know, and I mentioned this in the book, you know, even in his teenage years, right. It, I, I, I did not have that at that time. So I have to figure it out at every stage and I have to show up fully. And I have to, when I start repeating what was done to me, I have to stop and say to him like, okay, I have no, you know what, stop. I have no, I have no reference for this. I'm like figuring this out as we go. So can you, you know, can we have a conversation? Can you give me some feedback? And, uh, and really that's where that connection just continues to build, even at a time where he's moving further away because he's, you know, hopefully going to be a successful adult and on his own in the next couple of years. So uh, it's a it is definitely a journey, uh, but I knew I didn't want to repeat what I had gone through. And, uh, and so thank you for, for validating that. Yeah. And um, what I love in your chapter too is that it it gives us you're sharing your story and um, both in personal professional you know it's all all one and the same <laughs> but we can learn so much from your story um, and I'm so excited about the work you do finding you know helping to get more more women in the construction industry I just think it's so so cool um, and I know. So there's a couple of things coming up. So you're speaking at the Ladies Power Lunch Summit on Monday and Tuesday. You told me the name of your talk and I was like, oh, honey, you're my sister. Um, <laughs> can, can, you share, can you share the name of the, the, the um, topic that you have? Absolutely. Thank you. And yes, I, I feel so connected with you at all at all times. Um, <laughs> My it's it's called why a morning and evening routine can help you love yourself. And this for me has been a journey as well over the last five years since when I lost my business. And I first read Hal 
um, Elrod's, you know, morning miracle routine. And, um, and, but it didn't work for me. Uh, it was, you know, to me, it was very, you know, stringent and I wanted to follow along. And the problem with that was I felt boxed in. So, you know, after a period of 30, 60, 90 days, I'm like, I can't get all this stuff done. And then I'm putting all this pressure on me to get this stuff done. And then I feel like a failure. And I'm like, this is supposed to be nourishing. This is supposed to be a sacred time. This is supposed to help me set my day. Um, so it's productive and wonderful. And then, it, and then my nighttime routine is supposed to set me up for the next day. So, so what do I need to do um, that works for me? And how do we each find what works for each of us so that we can be the best version of ourselves when we, when we start our day. I love that. And I'm excited to hear you speak on this because I think that that shift, right, of the routine is not supposed to be attacking us, right? It's not supposed to make us be feeling guilty or bad if we don't do it. It's supposed to be supporting us in everything that we do in life. So I love that kind of um, shift. And I'm excited to hear more about that. I'll put in the chat ways that we can, um, or in the comments, how people can um, attend the summit so that they can hear it too. Um, anything else you want to share about upcoming things? Anything else or ways they can get in touch with you? Sure. Thank you. So, um, so I've created a, a community for women in construction to elevate them and support them. Um, it's called Elevate Women in Construction. You can find us on Facebook at our um, business page, which is uh, www.facebook.com forward slash Elevate Women in Construction. Um, there's free information in there about um, our membership community, which is a paid community um, where we do all sorts of fun things in the month to support. And we pick a theme and then we explore that theme together. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and yeah, looking to launch that off the ground. And uh, we just did that on September 30th with a party at Hartford Flavor Company. And, uh, and now we're doing the work to, to get people to join the community. So thank you for allowing me to share that. If you know of anyone in, that's in construction that's looking for some support, please uh, send them my way. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's been an absolute joy to write and work with you. And thank you for talking with us this morning. Liz, thank you for having me. I, this was a blessing. I really appreciate it. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash green heart living this is a production of the lpl podcast network